Um, so my cooking in the kitchen did change. My mom and dad both um, went plant-based as well. Mm-hmm. So we got to be on this journey together, which was really um, helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun because it was like a new adventure. We were exploring new foods together and we would share recipes and cookbooks and different things like that. So that was a lot of fun. Um, you have more power over your health than what you've been told. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast, and I'm your host, Maya Acosta. I'm passionate about finding healthy lifestyle solutions to support optimal human health. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase longevity in a big way. Let's get started. How do you go from having a passion for a whole food plant-based lifestyle to actually creating a veg fest in your city? Well, we're going to learn from Melissa Furman. She's the CEO of the MAF Health Coaching. She's the founder of the Second Youth Wellness Method and the co-founder and event organizer of the Tulsa Veg Fest that's coming up June 4th. As always, the full bio and the links for each of my guests can be found on our website, HealthyLifestyleSolutions.org. And I hope that I can see you there at the Tulsa Veg Fest. So happy to have you here. I'm so pleased to be here. And you drove from Houston. I did. I did. Just drove in. Yes. So we are going to be talking about Melissa's life. We, mm-hmm. We're going to learn about how she became plant-based, yes. about all that she's done as a result of going plant-based. And then we will talk about the Tulsa Veg Fest. Yes. Can't wait. Yes. So you are a co-founder. I am a co-founder of Tulsa Veg Fest. Yeah. First year, 2019. Yes. So actually, let me read a little yes. bit about that. And there's so much uh, to cover that I'm excited. So you have a master. So I'll, I'll go ahead and read the bio. Melissa Furman is a master certified health coach, is the CEO of MAF Health Coaching LLC, founder of the Second Youth Wellness Method, co-founder and event organizer of the Tulsa Veg Fest and co-founder of the plant-based green country. It's a 501c3 and she is a wife of 25 years. Oh my gosh, you don't even look like (laughs) you've been married 25 years and has two adult children and has been whole food plant-based since 2015. Yes. Oh my goodness. And Uh, never looked back. Yeah, right. I feel like a lot of us go through that. Yes. I know that people are in different journeys, but I feel the same way. It's like, it's, it's so powerful. And, um, I just feel so much freedom. Um, and I feel amazing. Like I do, I look at pictures and I feel 30 and I'm uh, going to turn 50 this fall. So <laughs> I can't believe amazing. it. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is wonderful. Yeah. I, I also want to start off before we talk about yeah. your story. I want to mention to our listeners, those of you that are kind of new to healthy lifestyle solutions. Um, before that, we used to go by plant-based DFW, our yes. podcast. And at that time I had Chris Ann, Yes. On the podcast. My co-founder. Your co-founder of the Veg Fest. So she was on 2020, probably twice. And uh, and we learned about all the wonderful things that are happening in New York. She talked to us about the Veg Fest or at least, you know, how it had to be, you know, was canceled Mm. or on hold 2020 and 2021. Yes. Okay. She's been in a holding pattern for two years. Yes. So... Let's talk a little bit about the Veg Fest first, um, because it's coming up. And so we want to make sure that people get that information so that you can make your plans to attend. And tell us about the Veg Fest and how that got started. Okay, so um, 
I turned plant-based in 2015 um, after watching the film Forks Over Knives. And um, about a year later, I went down to Florida to visit my parents Mm -hmm. and they had a veg fest that weekend. And I went on that particular weekend so I could go to the veg fest. I thought that would be fun. And I thought, oh, well, we'll just go for a couple of hours. I stayed the whole day. I talked to all the speakers. I listened to everybody. I went to all the vendors. And afterwards, um, I realized, I talked to some of the people who were in charge of it, and they said they had almost 15,000 people at that veg fest, and it was their second year. And I left literally on fire inside. I said, I need to bring this home. At the time, I was living in Tulsa, and I said, I need to bring this home. So I came home from that event, and I asked my friends to help me. I told them all about it, and I said, hey, I think we need to do a veg fest in Tulsa. And they looked at me like I had three heads. And they're like, you're right, Melissa. And I'm like, okay, you know, and, and, um, so then this group of friends I'm speaking about is we had a potluck group that we did to get a plant-based potluck group. And, and so the seven of those ladies went on a holistic cruise together two weeks after I brought up this brilliant idea and they came back and they had been listening to speakers there. And one um, of the speakers, Ron Weiss, um, he's in New Jersey with ethos health and they stopped him afterwards. And they said, Hey, Dr. Weiss, we need to do, you know, what do we need to do? This is awesome. We need something like this in Tulsa. And he says, you need a veg fest. And they said, Oh, our friend Melissa just said that we need to do this. And he said, if you have one, I'll come. Oh, and so that's what started Tulsa Veg Fest. Um, Chrisanne and I co-founded Plant-Based Green Country. It's a 501c3. Um, so we can um, do this um, because we're just passionate about this movement, food is medicine movement. And so we co-founded Plant-Based Green Country. Um, a team of us got together. We did Tulsa Veg Fest. And um, 2019, we had our inaugural year. And we estimate almost 5,000 people attended. Oh. My goodness, that is amazing! And you, and all because well, you already had the idea, but Doctor Wise kind of encouraged you, gave you yeah, that final push yeah, to do he it. Was, he was the one who said, "Yes, I'll come," and <sighs> gave us a good boost. How did you feel after all things wrapped up? And how much time did you have to prepare for? For the well, veg fest. Um, it took several months to form the LLC, uh, the nonprofit organization, and and I would say about the the festival itself is about nine months, and that's what this this one is about nine months, almost a full time job for me, all done yeah. um, volunteer. So yeah. yeah. So when you completed the the veg fest, were you like, okay, next year we're doing it all over again? I did not want it to end. <sighs> I just wanted more, and um, I just I was in awe. Um, at how many people were there enjoying this delicious plant-based food, listening to the speakers who came from all over the country. Yeah. Um, and so many of them said, yes, I want this. I believe this. I know I understand what you're saying to me. Mm-hmm. I know this is something I need in my life to become healthier. And 250 people signed up for cooking classes at one of our vendors booths. And that told me something after that event. And what that told me is that these people are saying, wonderful. I love this. I hear what you're saying. The science is irrefutable, but how, how do I put this in my life? And that one question, Maya, is (laughs) what prompted me to take further steps. I thought to myself, VegFest is wonderful, but it's not enough. I need to do more because it's a festival takes nine months to do and one day to have. 
and it affects thousands of people, which is amazing, but I wanted more. And so from there, I got certifications from the eCornell Nutrition, um, from T. Colin Campbell's Center for Nutrition Studies, Mm -hmm. and um, a Ruby Culinary Academy certification. And I still wanted more. So that's when I went on to um, get my master certified health coach certification. Awesome. Okay. And we will talk about that. Yes. I want to emphasize what, you know, you talked about this exhilarating feeling that you had. Mm. You didn't want the VegFest to end. The first time I attended a VegFest, which was local, it's not happening anymore. The Texas Veggie Fair, I think I... It was either 2015 or 2016. I can't remember, but I started collecting the t-shirts. I I felt so wonderful to be able to go and just be yourself Mm -hmm. as a vegan, Mm -hmm. uh, to hear uh, conversations and lectures and the food demos. Those were a big deal to me too. So I I can definitely identify with that beautiful feeling. It's a community. Um, You know, a lot of people come at the lifestyle, um, plant-based lifestyle, different ways, environmental, animal, or health. And, and it's all part of the same conversation. And mm-hmm. that's what Tulsa VegFest stands for is food health planet. That's our tagline. And, and so that's the community that we like to build. And Tulsa yes. is really growing in that community. So many of the restaurants in town are, are um, offering more and more plant-based options. And many of them are plant-based hundred percent, their whole um, restaurant. Yeah. Which is exciting. Oh, it is. And um, so it's, I can't wait to go to Tulsa because Mm. I want to see what it's like. You know, we've had, we have our restaurants here and there. Some did not survive the pandemic. So I'm excited to go to Tulsa and explore. Some of those local places will also be vendors, some of the restaurants. Absolutely. We have, um, currently we almost have um, 20 food vendors. We have over 50 um, regular non-food vendors, we call them. And um, so um, tons of people um, who are there and they're so excited. Okay. And we're so excited. Yes. And we've been promoting it. And we actually, there's another individual who I partner with, who's also sort of like an event organizer. Mm. And she's like, Maya, I have a group. I'm getting a group together. And I'm like, so am I. So like, there's just the whole group of us that are eager to go and connect because it's really uh, you putting this and making it available this year is going to fulfill this deep desire to reconnect that a lot of us have had. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and everybody's ready to get out again and live life and live it well. And the the neat thing about Tulsa Veg Fest is um, where Tulsa is located. We're only four miles from four hours from Dallas, four hours from Kansas city, you know, hop, skip and a jump to to Arkansas. So we do attract people from all over the region. Um, And this year we even have food vendors from California um, (laughs) and some of our speakers are coming from out of state. So yeah, we were really attract a lot of people from different areas. Yes, definitely. Uh, well, I can't wait to see what it's like. I've been sharing it. I want you to, I shared it on my newsletter and someone replied, Maya, can you live stream from there? Because oh, I'm not going to, yeah, I was like, that is a good idea I love it. because some people may not have access or yes. not, may not be able to attend, but For I'm the sure. type of person that I will drive. 2019, I drove to Houston about four or five times because of all the um, events they were Mm, holding. And we weren't having those kind of things happening in Dallas. So let's learn more about you. Let's learn, like you said, we all come to this way of life Mm. for one of the three reasons. Um, How did you learn about plant-based foods? So my folks who live in Florida um, are retired and um, they 
went to a local hospital to listen to a lecture series, actually. And they came home and they thought, boy, I really like what he has to say. And, um, and they went back to listen to him again. And I think it was the second meeting they, they went and they learned about the movie, uh, the film Forks Over Knives Mm -hmm. and they watched the movie (laughs) and they were so convicted by what they heard Mm -hmm. um, and saw on that video. And my dad's a scientist. And so he, you know, really connected with the Forks Over Knives um, evidence that they were presenting. And, and then he would read more about it. And he, they sent me the video, my husband and I, the video, and we watched it. That movie, Maya, was the turning point. And um, let me back up a little bit. I grew up in the kitchen. My mom was a home ec major. My aunt and I um, and my mom and I would cook all the time. We had the, the you know, pork chop and the sweet, sweet potatoes and the green beans and the brownie and the applesauce and the big glass of milk. You know, that's how I grew up. And, and, and I would help in the kitchen. So <laughs> I cooked a lot. I was, you know, it was not foreign to me to be in the kitchen. And so when I learned about plant-based foods, I thought, gosh, I have all this stuff to get rid of in my pantry and in my refrigerator. And it was a light switch moment for me mm-hmm. after watching that film. And I did read some more books and I read the evidence and that was it. And so um, I purged my pantry. Not everybody does that, mm-hmm. uh, but I did because I couldn't unsee or unlearn what I just did. Mm-hmm. And so that was it for me. Um, so my cooking in the kitchen did change. My mom and dad both um, went plant-based as well. Mm-hmm. So we got to be on this journey together, which was really um, helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun because it was like a new adventure. We were exploring new foods together and we would share recipes and cookbooks and different things like that. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so that was my my kickstart. Yeah. Um, and I've never looked back. So having had all of this exposure and experience in the kitchen, I think is significant um, because there is a whole generation, a group of people who kind of have moved away from mm-hmm. cooking, period. So for you, was it a little bit easier as a result because you felt comfortable? Once you kind of master the kitchen, you don't even rely on recipes. Right. I still use recipes. <laughs> I, I'm a rule follower, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I do have a lot of recipes. Um that are very simple that I have almost committed to heart and, and then I can, you know, recreate them that way or maybe adjust them a little bit. But I think what you say can be true, but, um, I think that there's, um, a false belief of that a whole food plant-based lifestyle is difficult to cook because rice and beans are not hard to cook. And that's kind of the basis of a lot of plant-based foods, rice Mm -hmm, and beans. mm -hmm. And they're so nutritious in potatoes and they're so nutritious Mm -hmm. and they're so inexpensive. And um, I think if we can think about then our food, our flavor of our food, Mm -hmm. you know, we get a lot of the flavorings that we would put on meat and traditional dairy and meat products, it will put that on plant-based foods and you get the same flavor. Texture is going to be a little different, right? Yes. But if we can get beyond the thought of this is going to taste like a hamburger exactly or a steak or whatever in the mouthfeel, because there's a lot of satisfaction in mouthfeel. But if we can be, get beyond that and just enjoy the food and the flavor and that experience, but not just that, but then how do we feel afterwards? Mm-hmm then that's where things start to really to kick in. So yeah, I think my skills in the kitchen did help. um, And my interest in it did help. But I don't think that that's a barrier if you aren't comfortable in the kitchen. I think it's easy to learn. Right. 
I agree. I agree. I think it's uh, it may seem difficult if you're just not used to grocery shopping. Yes. Spending that extra time yeah. or meal prepping. Yeah. It may seem that way, but yeah. the more you do it, the easier. And it's Absolutely. like any skill that you develop Absolutely. over time, it Absolutely. becomes easier. So tell us more what happened after you decided that you will never go back to, you know, you you can't unsee what you saw. Right. So what right. happened? Well, I read more and I read more <laughs> and I'm still reading more. Um, I just, it, it just, I just find it so fascinating, the studies that um, mm-hmm. support this lifestyle. Um, I'm not a scientist myself, but I do want evidence. I do want proof that this is right. So um, I just kept cooking um, and changing my recipes. I would use the same recipes and then just kind of do some swaps of ingredients, you yes. know, veggie broth instead of beef broth or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, non-dairy creamer and things like that. And so that was just a nice slow change. And, you know, we would do some meatless Monday type deals and then gradually build from there. Um, and I must say my husband did not, um, follow suit with me along with me though, you know, he, I shared the information with him. Mm -hmm. Um, but when he would be out at work and out to dinner, you know, business meals and all of that, he would choose his traditional meals that we would always Mm -hmm. eat. Um, but when he was home, he would have what I would cook, no complaints. And he loved it. And my kids were at home at the time and they loved the food. So, um, it was a journey together. Um, about three months later, my husband started to really understand the importance, the effects, how his body was changing. And that was just being a part-time plant-based person, you know, and he <laughs> was noting, noticing some changes. Um, and so he, he came on my journey about three, three months later. And it was about that time where I thought, well, I wonder how my body has changed. And I lost a few pounds. I didn't have a whole lot to lose. I lost a few pounds, but I lost six inches. And that told me that I had inflammation in my body that I didn't know I had. So that was really interesting. And then I had a ton of energy. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt good and I was happier. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I think hindsight, looking back at then how I felt and then how I felt before I went plant-based, mm-hmm. it dawned on me. It's the food. Right. And yes. I'd been paleo. I've done the paleo thing. Really? I I did. Um, before I had my daughter, I lost um, quite a bit of weight um, on a very popular national brand where you go and you <laughs> points and all of that stuff. And and I was miserable. I had no energy. I could barely eat anything. I literally would go eat pickles because they were free <laughs> points. And, you know, I, I knew this wasn't right, but that's what I was trying to follow the the rules. And then I couldn't sustain it. Mm-hmm. And then when I went off the diet, the pounds came back on. Oh. Yeah. So I have never really met anyone who's been on the paleo diet. Um, was it hard? Um, I don't know if it was hard. It, 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 it was kind of gross. Like all the fat in my, in my, um, skillet and cleaning. And so that part, it was kind of gross, but, um, I don't, it just was a lot of meat. And in, in what I know now looking back, mm-hmm. like my GI system was not happy with that diet. Okay. Yeah. 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 We usually can tell, yes. uh, now I pay attention and I know what works, what doesn't work with my body. Yeah. That's, so now you gathered all this information, you learned like a lot of us, I did the same thing. Yeah. And then what happened after that? 
that's when I, you know, went to Florida on a getaway trip and um, went on that VegFest weekend, visited my, it was just me. It was just me for a getaway and visited my parents. And, and then that was, it just was like a waterfall. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, what have you done these last two years that you were, everything was sort of halted? Right. So uh, last two years were, were difficult. Um, obviously, obviously, everybody is, you know, has their own story and, and way of dealing with things. Um, we were um, planning to have a 2020 Tulsa Veg Fest. Um, mm -hmm. We were six weeks out from having it and we had to pull the plug, um, you know, for safety mm -hmm. um, rules, as everybody knows. And um, so that was really difficult. Mm -hmm. um, this is uh, run by seven amazing volunteer women. I have an amazing group of friends um, and I couldn't do this without them. Mm -hmm. um, so I, it was spring break 2020 and, you know, all the news on the TV and we're listening to all of the things. And, and I said, we can't do this. This is a health event yes. and we can't do this. And mm -hmm. so, um, Chris Ann and I decided it was time. And so that was extremely difficult. Um, and as a nonprofit organization, that means a lot because, you know, we are a nonprofit organization, mm -hmm. but first and foremost, we stand for um, our vendors and those who move the needle on food as medicine um, and the plant-based lifestyle. So we refunded everybody's money <gasps> and um, helping them to hopefully sustain their businesses mm -hmm. um, and just knew that was the right thing to do because we do this for them. Yes. Did as you well. sort of experience like a financial hit as a result of having to refund. And yeah, um, I'm assuming you lost a little bit of money just from the initial. Right. Yeah. Our um, operational costs, we did lose some money, but um, thankfully 2019 was, um, was good for us. And we do, um, we're financially responsible. And so um, we were okay, um, okay to be able to do that. So this time that you had off, that you didn't actually do the Veg Fest, was that time for you to kind of brainstorm um, or maybe even contact other vendors to then, um, as you were planning for, say, this year, because I'm assuming that this year you were still iffy about whether it was going to happen or not? Yeah. So um, that's an interesting question because, so 2020 really hurt a lot mm -hmm. um, to be able to, ha you know, work so hard. I mean, it is yes. a full-time job. It is a gazillion yeah. details, <laughs> every one of them worth it. Um, and so that was very really difficult. So it was kind of like coming off of a bad breakup. <laughs> um, so <laughs> that um, was a little hard, but we knew that 2021 was not our year. It was not time yet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we would look around the country and see what other um, public events were being held and, and in what formats and inside and outside and that kind of thing. So we knew that was not our year. And, and again, to be um, responsible for public health, we, we needed to just hold tight for a little sure. bit. Um, so quite frankly, I think for a full year, we didn't really even think about having one. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, uh, during the COVID um, couple years, my family got transferred to Houston. And so we moved to Houston. And so that was a big um, deal <laughs> that I'm not in Tulsa anymore. And um, yeah, so what do we do? And so it actually was, we teetered on um, dissolving. 
and not being in the city and not having boots on the ground um, myself. um, And my co-founder doesn't live in state anymore either. And so that was really difficult. My team is still committed and wants to do it. And and I said, but I need your help. And so we did manage to find a way. One of my um, teammates did say, I'll be your right hand if you'll do it with me. And I said, I'm in. (laughs) And so, um, you know, we we shifted some leadership, which was amazing. And so... um, we said, we're doing this. And yes. again, nine months later, we're about ready to have yes. another Tul- Tulsa Veg Fest <laughs> on June 4th. I am so excited. So I see that Dr. Loomis, Dr. Jim yes. Loomis, it will be like your headline or your keynote speaker. Yes, Dr. Jim Loomis. Um, y'all may know him from Game Changers. Um, he works at the Barnard Medical Clinic, a medical director there. And so he will be here well, there, um, <laughs> Tulsa Veg Fest is our headline presenter and exciting. Maya, uh, the dinner the night before, we're having the Tulsa Veg Fest dinner experience at Mother Road Market. Yes. And he will be delivering um, a more intimate message um, that night. Yes. So we're pleased to have him. And then Dr. Sal LaCognina, who I've befriended over the years, will be there. He oh. was one of the um, inspirational people I met in Florida at that veg fest I spoke about. Yes. And so he actually um, really spurred me on to be a health coach um, from the very beginning. He says, Melissa, <laughs> you need to be a health coach. And I said, it's not time, Dr. <laughs> Sal. And so eventually um, that's what happened. But anyhow, Dr. Sal is coming back. He was there in 2019. And mm-hmm. so he's excited to come back yes. as well. Mm-hmm. And then we have Erin Martin, who is a gerontologist and she's a local Tulsa gerontologist. We'll be talking about soil health. Mm-hmm. And then um, our Dr. Riz Bukhari is coming to talk about vascular health. So we're so (laughs) excited to have Dr. Riz join us. And then Maya, Mm -hmm. you're going to be presenting on our new demo stage, a demo. um, So uh, in in bilingual, which is amazing. So we have a very large Hispanic population in Tulsa. So that'll be fun. That means a lot to me. When I first got on board, Melissa, Initially, I mean, from the beginning, I said, I need to outreach to the mm. Spanish. I always say Spanish speaking community because I could be anybody absolutely, <laughs> um, who needs to hear this information in Spanish. So I was very excited. And, uh, you know, we were on a roll and working with people, but still had not really outreach because I feel yeah. like we have to go into those communities. Yes. Um, and so thank you for the opportunity yes. because this will be like the first time I do it in Spanish. Yes. So I'm excited and I love doing food demos. Yes. I would do them when we held our monthly events, Mm -hmm. I would do that, but not for someone else. So it's going to be exciting. That's going to be very meaningful because um, Spanish speaking population is a population we're really trying to reach. Mm -hmm. um, And um, I speak a little bit of Spanish, but I'm obviously not fluent. So um, yeah, so we're so pleased that you're going to be there. And, you you know, Tulsa Veg Fest is um, going to happen at uh, Guthrie Green, which is right in the heart of downtown Tulsa. And so it's very accessible for a lot of different sides of Tulsa and yes. different communities. So um, I really hope and um, that yes. a lot of people will come. That's right. 2019, we were on a roll too. We were at the Holistic Holiday at Sea mm. uh, vegan cruise, and then we were everywhere. We went, uh, we were conferenced out actually by the yes. end. Um, yes, we did like four or five, I don't know, but uh, we did that. Riz spoke uh, in uh, Maui and mm. Oahu for the Vegetarian Society of Hawaii. Mm. So all of it just seemed like this wonderful, like, 
it was almost like a roller coaster in the sense that it was so much happening that we didn't really have time to absorb it. But it was it was also like we were on a roll, like we don't want to stop. We don't want to stop. So um, we canceled a lifestyle medicine retreat that we had scheduled and Chris Ann yeah. had been invited to be part of it. Yeah. Um, so we ended up refunding people too. And yeah, I lost a little hard. bit of money too, because of all the work that I was doing behind the scenes. Um, but it really, this last two going on three years, I've had time to kind of see what's important and where I need to focus my energy. You also went ahead and became a life coach or a health coach yes. and you did your training. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I'm a master certified health coach, got my training from the Dr. Sears, Sears Wellness Institute. Um, and it has been amazing. And I just feel that this is my calling. Um, you know, I was a stay home mom. I'm a graphic design freelancer and um, I volunteered like crazy for my kids. Cause that was my, my main focus. And, um, I gave it my all. And as my kids grew, um, and now are out of the house and we have one in college still, <laughs> um, I knew I wanted to use my energy, my talents and my passion to help other people. Mm-hmm. And, um, so listening to Dr. Sal in my head, I thought this is the time. And it was literally, um, one afternoon I was, um, we were working from, my husband was working from home and, and at the end of the day, I said, you know, I think it might be time for me to, to do this thing. And, um, we were still in COVID, right? So it was a lot of time at home. And, and I said, I think this is the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he supported me and I literally started class the next week. Um, because that was their schedule. And yes. I said, okay, go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> and so that has been amazing. And um, yeah, I, I, I hear those people from 2019 and what they're signing their name on that, that list for cooking classes and, and asking how. And I finally have that uh, platform, that ability to, yes. to teach people how. And with health coaching, it's really interesting because you know, we get a lot of wonderful information, like all of your books, um, wonderful information. But what I'm really excited about in my health coaching practice is, is about the habit change and the behavior change and helping people mm-hmm. through their journey, because we can get the information all day long. Mm-hmm. And we can do it for a week or, you know, those New Year's resolutions, right? How long do those <laughs> last? So, you know, we could do it for a short period of time and some of it six sticks and some of it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But a health coach is somebody who is on this journey with you. And that's what I love. It, and, and, you know, I did that with my kids, right? And I raised them and I mm-hmm. did this journey with them. And now I get to do this with people who have health goals and health challenges and work with them in their unique lifestyles. You know, yes. if they're travel, if they work, if they stay home, if they have kids, if they're older. So I get to do that. And it's just such an honor. It's uh, you are offering a real support um, and guidance for mm-hmm. the people that need this. Uh, I think of, uh, as a matter of fact, many of my guests are health coaches for that same reason. Mm-hmm. You said you, we can get the information all day long. And yes, we love when our plant-based physicians encourage us to eat more plants. I yes. love that. But the physician is actually not going to work directly with you. They'll refer you hopefully yes. to someone like a dietitian, a nutritionist, or a health coach, someone right. that will really work closely with you in terms of how uh, you know, making those changes in your life. Right. It's a team approach. Mm-hmm. You know, they provide the the science and the evidence behind why this food 
works in our bodies. Mm -hmm. And then the health coach or the dietitian can then help manage on the, on the home front, right. And how that works in their lives. And then the doctor, so then doctor would, um, help monitor that and, and see what the results are. Yeah. Yeah. So who are you working with right now? Right. So I do, um, coach one-on-one virtually or in person, if you're in the Houston area. And, um, so I will work with clients one-on-one, um, that way. Um, but I just launched a new program called the second youth wellness method that I wrote the curriculum (laughs) and developed and just use all my, um, information and all of the science. It's, it's all evidence-based, but it's really focused on habit forming, healthy habit forming and um, behavior change and working, find using this food in unique lifestyles so they, they can um, use that food as medicine. Yes. Yeah. So second youth. Yes. So the second youth wellness method is focused on women in their second half of life who want to shed pounds that they don't want. Yes. Restore energy that they've been missing and experience their best years ahead with vibrance and confidence to use food as medicine and not give up the joy of, of food. Because I don't know about you, Maya, but I love to eat (laughs) and I want to eat guilt-free and enjoy it and not feel bad later. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I said earlier, I'm turning 50 this year and, you know, I'm, I feel amazing and I want that for everybody. You know, we women often nurture others and take care of others, be at work or family members or children or pets. And we give so much to others. I feel that as our seasons change, then sometimes we forget about ourselves. And so my passion is to help women in their second half of life to, to fulfill their purpose in life, because, Mm -hmm. you know, my children are leaving the nest and one has left the nest and, you know, my job isn't done, but my main job is done. And so um, our seasons shift. And so I want to help people find their new calling and live that out because I truly believe everybody has a purpose mm-hmm. and I want them to live that out without mm-hmm. pains, without pills and without procedures yes. if they're not needed. And so to do that, well, let's use food as medicine. You know, I see these amazing women and what they've accomplished in life and, yeah. and where they've been. And, and, and it's not all been rosy, let's face it, right? Everybody's, <laughs> you know, has a journey and a story. And, um, I just, I know that they're so, they're so powerful and there's so much left to give mm-hmm. and so much left to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I want to be a catalyst in that. Yes. Yeah. So first of all, um, on my podcast, I love supporting women, right? Mm-hmm. Like I love having people come on and talk about how they support women. It's also sort of the group when women approach or reach a certain age, they're not as seen, mm-hmm. right? As acknowledged, as supported, despite the fact that they themselves have provided so much support yeah, for other people and have been there for their families, for their significant others. So I love the idea of supporting women. And especially as we are going into that, the stages of life of having menopause or knowing that we are a higher risk for falls, for heart disease, for osteoporosis, just all those things that Absolutely. we can possibly face. One of my key points is it's never too late. It's never too late. It is never too late. It's never too late. <laughs> and you know, and I know you know this, but I just want to reiterate, and, and I'm glad you said that because it is never too late. The body can change in three weeks. <sighs> And that's how powerful our food is. It either is health promoting or health hindering. Yes. And that's powerful when you think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
because I'm a health coach, I get to help people with the mindset. And the second youth wellness method does um, have elements in it um, that address mindset. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that. And I have affirmations in my in my program. Um, it's 12 weeks long. Um, it has hours of audio lessons, several dozen um, printables and recipes and tools that people can use. And I have cooking videos with the recipes. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of content in it. It is self-paced. It's 12 weeks long and you can kind of go at it within that 12 weeks mm-hmm. as you wish. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to give people those tools that they can use to empower themselves. So they're not reliant on the miracle powders and the pills and that kind of thing that they know what they can do in different situations. We talk about mindsets, um, like planning ahead or planning for obstacles Mm -hmm. or, um, strategies like batch cooking, um, how to, read a menu at a restaurant and what to look for. So we talk about those things so that, you know, these folks who go through this program then can take that mm-hmm. and go out into the world and apply it and do it with confidence. I know that I spend a lot of time with my own mom supporting her to the point that she probably could now figure out a menu on her yeah. own, especially at an airport. As yes. you know, that's yes. one of the difficult places. It is. So it is. this is a wonderful thing that you're doing. I love this. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I'm so excited um, just to be able to create this um, curriculum and and let it be a tool to help teach people. And so can anyone take your course? Um, it is geared mostly for, um, well, it is geared just for women um, in their second half of life. Um, regardless of age, I think a lot of women can get value out of it. Okay. Um, part of the course it does include weekly coaching calls. So those would be with women. And that is, you know, for sensitivity reasons sure. um, for that. And those coaching calls um, are in a group setting um, mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. And then um, I do have a um, part of that is a part of the program is also a Facebook group. And so there's a lot of um, support in that com- uh, in a community setting on in Facebook as well. Okay. Yeah. And um, because it is virtual, anyone can take that is correct. Um, any woman, any, anybody, yes, any yes. woman can Going, take the yes. course. Yes, but I can coach men as well. And I do have men clients. Oh, do you? Yes. Okay, cool. A lot of people at a certain age start to have uh, health issues and medications. So you take that into consideration as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Very different than say a young woman who might, uh, her goal may be to uh, tackle things to prevent, to have a healthy pregnancy, for example. Very different. When right. we get older, we we want to optimize our health, our bone health. Yes. Um, and everything else to prevent heart disease and strokes. and Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and at the very beginning of my program, I do say, you know, do this with your program, uh, with your physician, you know, make sure that you're on this journey with your physician and he or she is involved with yes. you because okay. food is powerful, as you yes. know, and it will adjust medication uh, need. The main thing that I enjoy is, again, supporting women, but with older women. Yes. And I know that that you know, I don't want to emphasize older. I'm just talking about women that are probably what, 40 and up or 50 and up? Yeah, probably 45 and up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't have enough people speaking about supporting women that are 45 and older. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things that I, I said, okay, we definitely need to talk about yeah. your program. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, um, and I think we kind of hit on this with the Tulsa Veg Fest is community is so important and mm-hmm. it can be lonely out there. And mm-hmm. as, as, um, 
you know, I'm glad you're kind of bringing this up because food is very personal mm-hmm. and, uh, and it can be kind of a thorn, um, in a relationship. And so it can't, if, if somebody makes a switch to a different style of eating, it can be, um, lonely, mm-hmm. um, and you can face a lot of obstacles, mm-hmm. um, that might tempt you to fall back into old comfortable ways. Yes. And so that is w- a big reason why I did my program is because it is a community and it's a supportive community. So we can help women who mm-hmm. do nurture other people, but we can nurture each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's so important is community. And so, you know, back to my story about my, uh, plant-based, um, <laughs> potluck group <laughs> who I wrangled into doing Tulsa Veg Fest with me. If I didn't have those women, I don't know where I would be. And, and we're just so important to each other in encouragement mm-hmm. and ideas, just practical stuff and community and just loving on each other. And, um, anyhow, yeah. it's just very powerful. And, and I know that, um, because women spend so much of their time nurturing other people and, and, you know, it's interesting because in the midlife, a lot of my clients and my neighbors and my friends are starting now to take care of aging parents and their health is declining because once again, they're nurturing and tending to a family member in need. And so their own health is declining because again, they're, they're, the focus is off of taking care of their own needs. Mm-hmm. And what's beautiful about a plant, whole food plant-based lifestyle is that you can do it anywhere, anytime. Yes. You just have to know how and, yes. and have that support in yeah. that community to go along with you. Yes. Um, and it's such a good point uh, that you just made about. Um, you know, caretaking and mm-hmm. I may or caregiving, but caring for other family members. So you go from the younger children to now your parents. I'm yeah. so glad that you brought it up <laughs> as well. Um, because then it goes back to us not taking care of ourselves. And in terms of community, I, right when I turned 50, I joined a Facebook group for women that are 50 um, and hope food plant-based in this lifestyle. And the dynamics are so different than an open group with a variety of different people. It feels more mature. Yes. And um, one is not as reluctant to ask questions because we're all adult women, right? right? So I just feel like, I, I do feel still like I'm towards the younger group of people because it is 50 and over. Um, But at the same time, I don't feel like there's the attacks and the criticizing and everything because we're just older and mature and and we have this coming understanding of what we want. So I feel comfortable being in a group like that. So I can understand creating that support system. Yeah, yeah. And may I bring up my Facebook group? I have yes, a fa- so yeah. Um, I have a, a Facebook group group um, that's free to any women over forty. It's actually forty, so it's called um, Everyday Food Confidence for Women Over Forty or Women Forty Plus. I think is the name on Facebook, and and that is that yeah. very thing that you're talking about. And yes. so it's it's where I'll be posting ideas and recipes and group discussion and what are you struggling with and things like yeah. that. And um, the response has been really awesome um, of people who are joining. And um, that's what it's about is talking about doing this life together and people. It's nice to know when you're not alone Yes, with bloating or other problems or not (laughs) sleeping or night sweats or, um, you know, 
cravings and that kind of thing, it's really nice to know that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And then you can go to the group and say, okay, I have this problem. What do I need? (laughs) Oh, I have the best brownie batter hummus that you need to make. And yeah. Yeah. So yes, I want to encourage everyone to join your group. I have, if I could share with you real quickly about my mom, I I bring her up often, even though I don't like talking about my family very much, you know, to respect their privacy and things like that. But my mother, we finally got her on board, my husband and I to go plant based and she Mm -hmm. lives in the Phoenix, Arizona area, and lives with a sister who's uh, on a keto diet. And she's been on a keto diet for a while. And I've done everything from shipped, you know, um, meal plans, kind of like these uh, meal prep services to make it easy for my mom. Um, But when you talked about it's a personal choice and how you may feel alone in all of this, I feel that with my mom because she'll say things like, I made this but everyone else is eating that. Or I made enough to share with everyone, but no one wants to touch it. Right. And so my mom is off to the corner and yeah. it breaks my heart. Yeah. It hurts me it's so much. Difficult. Off to the corner, off to the side, just kind of eating by herself. And I'm thinking, really? Like other people can't just eat broccoli too? Right. Eat some broccoli, eat some potatoes. And I, I'm learning because of what my my the dynamics that my mother's going through, I'm learning how important it is for me to support older women as well. Yeah. Not just myself, but women who are older than myself, I'm learning that they may not even ask for help. They right. may not even say, hey, I'm feeling this way because right. they feel like they, they have to have it all together. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, that's important. Yeah, this is great. I'm yeah. so glad. Yeah, so I definitely want everyone to, you know, uh, join your group and Thank or you. share it with other people yeah. who can use that support, especially us who, you know, may not be close to our family. Right, um, right. And it is kind of like a little family. Um, I'm very yes. friendly. <laughs> and um, I just I just want so badly for people to, you know, experience what I've experienced and what, you know, my friends and you and have experienced and, um, and just really turn their health, health around and, and feel better and get to go be their wonderful people that they are. Right. Yeah. So you've done a lot. You're, you're staying busy with the Veg Fest and now you're coaching. Um, so, but I'm going to ask anyway, uh, what else, is there anything else that's coming up for you or what's next for you? What's next? Um, <laughs> maybe a vacation. Oh, there <laughs> um, you go. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, um, it's been incredibly busy. I don't know that I've ever been this busy in my life. Um, and it's all wonderful busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thankful for every bit of it. Um, so I don't know what's next, Maya. Um, I need to get to June 4th, June 3rd and 4th, because there's a big dinner um, the night before. And um, so looking forward to that. So. I just need to get to June 3rd and 4th. My program is, is, is launched and I want to just really, you know, hit the ball out of the park with that one. Yeah. So after that, I do not know, but I've been asked to do a Houston veg fest. So I don't know if that's going to happen. Oh my goodness. (laughs) If you did a Houston veg fest, oh my goodness, that would be awesome. Everything's bigger in Texas. We'd have to have it at the big stadium or something. There you go. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, I, I've been to a a fest there at Minimate Park. Yeah. That's a whole nother story. It could have been done differently. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and so I've connected 
it with so many other people that are plant-based yeah. in Houston because of it. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's really exciting um, to see the plant-based movement growing. Yes. And, you know, we see it because we're tuned into it, mm-hmm. but it is, it is growing. Mm-hmm. And even people, I don't know the statistics, but even people who are not plant-based do buy plant-based products. And um, because it's kind of like, hey, let's go out for Chinese food or let's go out for mm-hmm. Italian. It's kind of like, let's go out for vegan, which is pretty cool. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, Nature's Plate, I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're here in the Dallas um, place. And so they have like a meal prep service, Mm. like you subscribe, you order your foods and pick up your foods. So it's all done for you. And so they said that not everyone that orders fruit from them are plant-based. They just want healthier meals. Yeah. And it isn't that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, (laughs) you know, I was thinking in the, in the car ride on the way here, um, as a health coach, I, I talk a lot about behavior change, right? Yeah. And, and people know eating broccoli is healthy and they just don't know how healthy it is and what all can go with that broccoli that is still healthy and satisfying and, and all this stuff. But we are what we consistently do. And so we might eat a plant-based meal on Monday or all of Monday or every breakfast, and that's good. But if you want to move the needle further mm. to being more healthy Mm-hmm. That consistency is key. And mm-hmm. so we are what we consistently do. I think Seth, mm-hmm. Seth um, Godin said that. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, yeah. Yes, that's a good message. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? Maybe something else I could have asked. I don't know. I loved our conversation. Yeah. I really enjoyed speaking with you. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I might, you know, on my Instagram live stream at the Veg Fest. I love that. I will be <laughs> doing that as bit. well on my yeah. Facebook page. Right. Yes. Oh, on your page. That's yes, a good I will idea. Be. Yeah. So I have, yes. um, I have uh, several Facebook pages, but my group is close um, to the, you know, to the women. Yeah. And, um, so anyhow, yeah, you can find yes. me on Facebook at MAF Health Coach. Okay. And um, mafhealth.com is my website. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. And the Tulsa Veg Fest Tulsa uh, website. Fest, yeah, tulsavegfest.org. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. All the details are there. That's great. It's been such a pleasure getting Absolutely. to know you like this Likewise. in person. My goodness. We will see you again in June. Just a few weeks away, Maya. Oh my God. Can't I'm wait. so excited. Well, thank you for being on our show today. It was a pleasure. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share with one friend who can benefit from this episode. Feel free to leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts that helps us to spread our message. You can also head on over to podinbox.com forward slash HLS to leave me a voicemail. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, thank you for listening.